0: Hello and TeraVang. This is Michelle in the editing booth. Just wanted to let you know, as you can probably see by the timestamp, that this is a longer episode going about just over an hour or so. Stephanie and I just did have a lot of fun in what we talked about. And if you'd like, um, you can always just skip towards the end or so uh, as we uh, share our music list for this episode at the end as we usually do. And here's the episode. Good day in Bang. Hello. How are you doing? Well, I'm doing. I'm doing pretty well. Uh, how are you doing, Stephanie? Uh, a little bit, uh, not totally all
1: together put together, um, as you can tell by the syntax. But very excited to be here. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Just been thinking about Daft Punk some more. <laughs>
0: uh yeah so i don't know if you've listened uh to our previous episode uh we uh one of our main topics was focusing on on the musical group daft punk and uh stephanie uh it appears you're still kind of there i yeah i am very much you know stuck a month ago yep Right, because uh, yeah, the time of this recording, it's been yeah, been a month out since they announced. Uh, I can't even begin to explain their, it. Their retirement, or their ending, or hiatus, or whatever you want to predict it to end up. Moving
1: being. on but to new beginnings, some new
0: chapter for sure. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. That's been Stephanie's month. Uh, yeah, just. Immersing <laughs> myself in garlic bread means inside joke um, there it's <laughs> that just, she yeah. just enlightened me about before recording if
1: you know you know if you don't know you, you can look it up avocado shirts you know just it's the lore it's, like, gotten it's right.
0: like it's like you have like a rosetta stone like you like you just went on this like travel abroad semester to to the hey. land of daft punk and you're just speaking a different language
1: i've even literally i restarted learning french i feel like i've st- tried to start french like three different times mm-hmm. and i've gotten further than i have before now in the past two weeks because of <laughs> my research because i just want to understand their interviews a little bit better and it's actually helped ha- but
0: um, that, that accent was terrible I'm, i apologize it hurt me it's a terrible. little bit. uh um, well this is episode 20 which is a little bit of a milestone. I don't know, Stephanie, is Irving, if you oh, feel any. Yes, Stephanie, welcome back. Uh, <laughs> I just thought you had this like, wait, what is what is today? Uh, no, it is episode 20 for the podcast. And Yay! I, I do recall when we did episode 10, we made a little mention of like, oh, we're at double digits. And that seems like a while ago now, thinking about episode I don't even remember when 10. we did episode 10. Um, but we were. I here- remember our like
1: Jangle episode a little bit more mm-hmm yeah. but yeah the, the uh, yeah i don't know
0: if it, certain yeah. numbers have mean different milestones through either of you two. but if 20 means anything when we're we're at 20 well
1: congrats for staying on for <laughs> all 20 <laughs> if you if you
0: have um if you've just
1: done a spot of you know one or two then that's welcome glad you're here <laughs> but if you've really stuck up with us for <laughs> all 20 congrats that's awesome <laughs>
0: yeah so here we are can't curious to see what the next 10 episodes or so will be Um, yeah i don't know it's been fun that's all i can say uh i do have an opener today it's a kind of a lengthy opener there's a lot of little caveats and tributaries and turnoff points that i feel for myself it's a little bit harsh to like only try to cover it in like a single conversation i feel like it's something that mm-hmm. might be better to like be introduced to and maybe give an initial response or reaction to and maybe later on think about it again and revisit it uh so Bing, if you'd like to do so more than welcome uh but uh, something I'd like to offer to you, you and, and Bing, stephanie so i guess the setup is so the condition is you're you're like a celebrity of some kind. So basically you just have secured resources. You have secured funding. <laughs> okay. You have you, you have a you have staff, you have things secured to create a business of some kind.
1: So do you have to be famous then or just rich? Because there's a
0: there's, there's a, a fine um, line of distinction. Yeah, you can yeah, be well, both, but they're yeah. not mutually no, they're not <laughs> Um, so that's where it kind of starts breaking off. So either okay. you could just be a wealthy person or you could be a celebrity who's known, who's famous for a particular craft or thing yeah. um, that you have a very specific reputation for. Um, so you can kind of pick pick one of those two routes. But given that you have these resources, if you could um, come up with a product or a line of products or a service and you would be like the head of the company, or you'd be kind of the founder of the company, what product or service would you like to come up with? And I say service in addition to products doesn't have to be like a material object. Maybe you just want to provide like a service thing of some kind. Um, Mm -hmm. And in addition to that, I mean, I say you're you're the founder. So yes, you're the creative mind behind it. You don't necessarily have to be the CEO. um, You don't have
1: to do the actual business and marketing. No, maybe
0: maybe it's your idea, but in this hypothetical world, like, yeah, you'd be the founder, but if you wanted, you could be some kind of technical position, or maybe you come out with a service idea and you actually want to be like one, like a service staff member, like on the front line or something, not like, you know, behind a boardroom table. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, so there's that, and I'm sorry if this is really overwhelming and turbing of all the things I'm just kind of throwing at you, Going back a little bit to that, if you take that route of, if you're a celebrity of a certain kind, if you were a celebrity, um, would your product or service line kind of be in the same field as your craft or your, you know, what you're famous for? So like, for example, like a real life example I can think of is for instance, like George Foreman, like how he came up with the George Foreman grill, which is like outside of his you know respective respective field of what he was a celebrity for mm-hmm.
1: um or, or like rihanna with fendi you know like she's more n- originally known for making music but now she's like into the makeup and i think clothing she had some clothing clothing
0: on. and fashion house yes or but then you know sometimes though like athletes will come out with like an energy a sports supplement of some sure. kind so if you went the celebrity option with the question would you want to pick something that's you know in line or, or maybe not in the same field so big breath a lot to take in maybe you want to rewind um all the things i just said but i i've okay number one
1: i don't want to be famous i think there's okay you can get you'd
0: you'd want to be a little anonymous
1: or or respected but not like you know, mod by paparazzi. Like, you know, if, okay. if you say your name in,
0: I don't know, maybe like certain circles or,
1: you know, you're respected within your profession. Like, you I don't want to be. Not,
0: you might not do a lot of face to face interviews.
1: Yeah. Okay. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, you're respected. You know, funk, people yeah. don't mob you, um, hopefully. Uh, so th- I, I would like that aspect. And I would kind of like to practice what I preach. So I would like to be in the same line of work of whatever I'm putting out as business or so Mm -hmm. Um, and I would like it to be a creative endeavor like I'm a very tactile person kinesthetic individual so I like to like see things feel things so I think I would like to be be a lofty goal curator of like a wide set of museums internationally Mm -hmm. Um, like (laughs) the disneyland museums <laughs> but like interactive museums so it's not like you just look at history or great art response. or something but like yeah. you know there's like not an activity corner so much as like a lot of the exhibits and stuff would be interactive like you can make your own style of painting or your own style of
0: so one of those yeah, interactive something. museums or so mm-hmm.
1: and not just like yeah you know, you know you can color in this this picture that of an astronaut, you know, in the space museum. No, no, no. Like you can design your own space helmet or they like, you know, have it 3D okay. printed or or something really cool that you know when you bring home, it's not like uh you know, a pin up on the fridge. Like you know, <laughs> that, that's nice. That's nice. But, like, yeah. yeah. It's not much of a talking point that you can like re-enjoy mm-hmm. later down the road when, you know it just happens to be still sitting on your shelf like six months later like hey that was cool and then like makes you think about some other cool ideas yeah because i'm I'm huge on like inspiration and
0: so you know you operate and own these museum or you or it's just your idea to kind of have this
1: i want to be the curator i don't want to think about the money okay but you you have this network of museums
0: around the world
1: yeah yeah and and you know people who are on board with this idea this mission um, will you know collaborate to help me develop and you could have like you
0: could have like traveling exhibits that go between the different locations sure sure yeah okay okay yeah would it just be these kind of creative like, discovery stuff or would there be anything historical
1: oh yeah it, it would it would merge like the history and the press you know with like the artifacts present, the of any kind or yeah you know um I love languages, and you know what—that's one of the things. You know, like I'd like to show like the evolution of how languages, or like even like writing. You know, yeah. cuneiform on like stones, clay tablets. Uh-huh. You know, and how that's progressed all the way to typing on screens now, or you know, like an uh, Iron Man, they type in the air, or I think I've seen some projection or projections that you know people type on light that's projection on their tables. So, yes. um, yeah, and that that becomes their keyboard. And you know, so it's just like things like that and so hopefully by bringing the past to the present you know the people who are coming and viewing the exhibits or working interacting then it can hopefully inspire them for the future but maybe that's what all museums do i don't know
0: yeah definitely brings a place i don't want to make it like so where where would you like for these museums to be located in, oh, I don't know. It, well, like just in general terms, like in big it, cities, think, or would they be kind of in like small places to bring people to the small, gut, smaller, the gut feeling areas? would
1: be cities just because they have like, I guess, their resources and infrastructure generally to mm-hmm. like support that. And I know some rural people, and this is not an all encompassing thing. <laughs> I read about this one town in England that you know. It, it, it's got a certain thing going for it but the people there don't want it to become a tourist attraction so they they don't even have public restrooms and they won't invite you to their to their house to let you use their restroom um so mm-hmm. i don't want to like put that burden on the communities yeah. unless they want to i don't know so i think well there's place- like there's those things
0: that they do you know companies like you know recently like you know amazon has you know, um, advertise wanting to relocate headquarters, and so yeah. cities or towns will put forth an like application.
1: Said, I'm not a I'm not a business person, so yeah. so
0: like you could go that route to try to make sure yeah. that a, a place would be on board or interested in you having a museum. It'd be cool.
1: Perhaps. It'd be cool if the museum had kind of like a Doctor Strange, you know, in his. Oh, i forgot the, what the thing is called uh sanctoris sanctorum i think it you know the place where he hangs out in new york and then there's a similar hub in like london and one in hong kong
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you go in one room and it's got like all these different windows or portals and you just yeah. walk in one they get one in the other and that'd be cool if you could do that to, between museums
0: no, I'm <laughs> It'd make things do, like, a lot easier international like custody issues <laughs> That would have to, you know, sure, just customs officers and walking around everywhere, yeah. Uh,
1: but you know, I'm sure that <laughs> would say. I mean, we we are verging on the territory of the currently not yet possible. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but you know, we're we're dreaming big, so why not dream bigger? You know, to the moon, Mars, Mars, next galaxy over. That's great. A- little wormholes.
0: That's a great um. teach the
1: aliens so that we don't have just like the gold disc that i'm human and i i I know human came up with the gold disc that they sent to what saturn or something i don't even know what that means like i've looked it up it looks pretty obscure maybe if you like read into it you're able to figure out like the dots with the line mean like here's the sun here's all the planets but oh like how how do you expect anyone to figure that out what that is (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Maybe I'm just not as an intelligent of an individual as they hoped the alien species the alien would be. Species could be, yeah. But I think just knowing you, Stephanie, uh, I, I think that's a great response. I could see you doing really well and having a really spiffy, top-notch uniform and looking very sharp <laughs> and just being very cool. Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. And I, um, that means a lot to me. I think that would be really yeah I think you do quite well and you'd be really yeah just very gun ho and interested in like like being yeah, being alongside visitors like to show them like this is how you do
1: this or like let's do it together or... they might just walk off because this lady's just talking too much <laughs> just won't leave them alone I'm just too, too excited be everything.
0: Ice. I don't know. I think that's sweet. Yeah. I mean, you would be that terrified five-year-old who'd be like, this is just way too much going on right now. There's just, you know, sensory overload with like the lights. So you're like, yeah, you can put lights on here. There, and- be, there could be like a dark room just for that. But then even that would be really interesting. Like, what about the specs? They could symbolize stars or something. I'm just picturing you, know, you have this like quiet, this room you yeah, have for like restabilizing and calming down and you still peek your head and how's it going? Isn't this deep in here? The kid's just like, please leave me alone, lady. Yeah, you just follow these ch- scared children around the museum. Um, no, that's oh, great. Dear. Oh, I do. Dear. I do. <laughs> like, yeah, but let's not get it to this, like, yeah, kind of maniacal museum. <laughs> this is turned into like a horror fun house. <laughs> Yeah, it's a fun- yeah it's exactly. It was like there's a hall oh, of no. here somewhere. Oh, no. um, I mean they are very interesting. To explore <laughs> objects. <laughs> gone, and it, it starts gone. getting scared. You could rent it out for Halloween at night, often after here's dark. Here's dark here's thing
1: here's a thing. I had I had prom in my city, my hometown's um so cool. museum, um, yeah. and it was. The most amazing thing ever. I can't believe what you said. Yeah. Like
0: literally your prom like in the dinosaur hall. They're like in the hall of gem. This is yeah, Museum of Natural Science. Yeah.
1: And you could you could uh like walk around anywhere and it was it was incredible. Like as a nerd, (laughs) I was very happy. Now other people may not have been nerds and they're like, Yeah, it's just party dude. It'd be so (laughs)
0: distracting because you go to prom wanting to like dance and socialize with your friends. But then you're like, no, I want to just take advantage of being in this really cool museum and just want to walk around and check things out. Even okay. though
1: I've been there, you know, like hundreds of times. But, you know, it's different. It's when always like after fun. hours, It's special. Oh, I it's think. so special. It's so so special. Nice, cool. Yeah.
0: Great. Um, I think for my, my response, I think I, I struggled a bit with this question. I had no problem coming up with it, um, but I did struggle <laughs> with coming up with an answer. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, I definitely like to work with people and yeah, work with people and interact with people and i like to my 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 uh approach is trying to identify a gaps in knowledge or you know a gap in a need of some kind or what i think could be helped or fixed to better optimize people's lives Mm -hmm. and one thing that popped up for me and i don't even know what this would be it's like like a not even a nanny. It's like a mixture of an it's a service where it has okay. people that can come to your house. Yeah. And they're like a nanny or a personal trainer or something. And they come like just before your you come home from work. This isn't a world where people are going to work at the pandemic. It's a but even not even if you're working from home remotely, it's yeah. a person that comes to your house, to your place of living. At the end of your workday and they help you transition to the next <laughs> okay. part of your life. Because I feel personally, yeah. myself and I also from friends that like it is such a difficult time um, of transitioning because. What do you mean by that? Like you're just exhausted maybe. and You know, I just want to okay. sleep. Like I just can't wait to just like sleep. I'm just gonna okay. like, go lie down four hours go by I wake up I'm starving I try to make dinner oh great it's already 10 <laughs> okay. o'clock at night like okay I need to still do laundry because it's been past two weeks you know and then you scramble and then it's like 1 a.m too late yeah and I just feel like there's just this sweet spot that, like if you, you need like a personal assistant to help you get yourself you Yeah, just help you I mean it's almost like parents like i don't know or if you, you have kids, good parents you i kids guess parents, you know. yeah i like think a supportive parent like you have a little list of goals that you'd like to do you just get a little this person just kind of comes in with no judgment that's the main rule i was gonna
1: say are you are you just describing like a housekeeper
0: but that's what there's like a personal trainer aspect like maybe you, you want to like your goal is to go for a walk after work every day and like okay you need someone to just like hey let's go put your shoes on okay
1: more, more than just like a digital assistant like a little like buddy alexa just saying no it's in
0: person it's now time for your yeah, walk i really b- big about in person yeah it's just someone to like or maybe you're like i need a hot bath and i get home and they just like come well, into your house and they prepare a hot bath for you wouldn't that be great it's like a butler buddy <laughs> servant i don't know they I feel like that does exist <laughs> it's it probably it's but not great. but, it could not, be like but a, not
1: for but i think it's for like the more elite like elite. richer people yeah, this would rather be than being less accessible thing. to the general public like logistics wise
0: <laughs> it would it'd be like maybe they'd be a per- they have certifications of being a personal trainer first yeah. training basic. Clean- i mean they're not a full-on maid or nanny they're not going to like do intensive things like but but who
1: care. who cares for these cares you know then you kind of get into not a pyramid scheme but like um <laughs> you know they have to go home at some point too right
0: <laughs> who's no, going to it's only for like two or three hours it's just to get yeah but some people are just exhausted after two to three hours it's just that transition period it's just that little sweet spot moment
1: yeah but they they have to go home too
0: i mean personal trainers have to exercise too doctors have to take care of their health too i mean it's yeah it's a separate it's not a 24-7 job it's just okay yeah and you don't have to work every single day I mean okay okay I mean your work day is a different schedule than an eight to five yeah
1: okay yeah I don't know
0: that was just something I think would be kind of nice to help with people's days I'm sure tomorrow it's kind of like
1: it's would it be kind of
0: like a friend almost it's a little bit of a a non-judgmental, supportive, definitely will be there. I'm obligated to be their friend.
1: Because, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, if you're paying your friend, I don't know how comfortable I'd be with paying my friend.
0: No, I don't want, because some days I just don't want to deal with the judgment of even close friends, because I just. Yeah, yeah. And I, have to, I don't want to have to explain myself.
1: <laughs> sure, yeah.
0: For why I am how I am.
1: So would, you know, say say mm-hmm. you have one five days a week would the same person come in every day or would it be like a rotation of you know um mary comes in monday could todd be. comes it'd in tuesday kind of
0: like yeah a little bit like an agency like how there's like maid okay. cleaning service agencies yeah or like so it's in, not always in, in like in home, the same. In home care agencies you could have okay. a person every day i mean it'd be whatever their schedule is sure there's Wherever a lot of logistics out on the field about this yeah um, yeah um and then also i'm a little bit like you i would like to be working on the front line it'd be fun to be a buddy i kind of like the word buddy for some reason the term buddy yeah because it's just kind of a general vague term um but i'd also like to be working in the back behind the scenes to think about like um you know working yeah in the office because maybe my the little buddies would report out of like you know people because like interior design is very interesting and important and cool for me yeah and so it'd be like you know what people are really missing in their homes or to help them or is it would be a device or something that could do this and i would either like partner up with a business who produces that and we could like you know help bring the people's homes or sure um or maybe we could have like, you know, massage therapist. Can you imagine like a massage, like a 10 minute, like chair massage after work or something like that? that'd be kind of cool. I think for me, at least someone who deals with body aches on <laughs> the norm, but like, you know, just like, okay, we can like team up with like a massage company, you know, massage yeah. therapist company or group. And um, so it'd be, yeah, it'd be a lot of partnerships going on and, or like that maybe sounds- the person's like, you know, I really need to have like a fresh smoothie just to like as an afternoon after work snack and like they'd go, mm-hmm. we'd team up with some farm to table groups and make us fresh acai bowl and bring them an acai bowl <laughs> i don't know <laughs> just to help with that transition i think from after work sure. to your evening to help optimize your day. sure an agent-fied butler i like that but not yeah but more accessible
1: yeah yeah accessible, and as a, yeah. as a bonus like when they arrive at your doorstep do they come with a preferred treat of choice? So
0: for you, cookies galore, like
1: like a dozen, ba- like a, a, cook- a basket of you
0: know like some courtesy. cookies. If I had a basket from- of cookies delivered to me every day, Stephanie, that would not be great. It'd be. I'd like it to be on one day a week, like surprise me. That you, you you can set, set your surprised. own schedule.
1: You know, like when you enroll online, uh-huh. you, know, you can like enroll like how many how many times you want to be spoiled. Yeah, uh.
0: splurged. Spoiler splurged. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Honestly, if I was president of a small, tiny country with a huge social service budget, I would make this like (laughs) free of charge for my little people in my little cute town. Sure, (laughs) sure. If I'm mayor or president. Pampering of choice. Yeah, Yeah, that would be one of our our, um, all-paid-for social services, Um, which is a whole other topic. I do have a list of if I were... In charge of the world or if i were mayor of a town uh-huh what uh what things would i implement in uh, i do have a long list of that but we don't need to i have no
1: there. idea on that maybe another episode another episode yeah <laughs> that'll be more of a
0: michelle rant <laughs> yeah yeah because i'm going an empty brained but i think an extension of all of this opener question is um stephanie i think you brought up a fun little um add-on with like real like actual jobs that are out there that exists oh, that I think okay. that you were like when we were talking before the episode and Tara Bang Stephanie's like well it'd be cool to talk about like dream jobs that like you know definitely exist that you can t- as of today like actually go apply for given you have like a specific set of skills so uh, I came up with a little list of some th- jobs that I thought were interesting I don't know Stephanie if you had any or I should just you, you go first I'll, I'll think of some later okay they're not in any particular order here okay um, okay but right off the bat, um, would be uh, working at, at uh, marine rescues or aquariums to help foster orphaned baby sea otters. Um, oh. it, it, it's like called Sea Otter Handlers. Also, Rescued River Otters as well. I really, really, really love otters. She um, really does. Like, I'm trying equal to Equal not- cookies. It's, it's, it's really, really to, there. <laughs> to tear up about it. Um, as I am right now a little bit, just thinking about it. Um, But yes, um, it's a tough job because the situation is really devastating to think about like a newborn pup of any kind of animal that's like been abandoned and orphaned because their parent is no longer alive and they're rescued and brought into this really alien foreign environment. And you have to foster them and try to nurture them to make sure they actually survive. And can develop some skills to be able to adapt, and hopefully one day be reintroduced into the wild. But perhaps they're not able to, and they all stay in captivity, which is okay, um, as long as they're able to live happy little otter lives. So sea otter handlers—they're notorious. They are kind of viral. You'll see videos of them, like like they spend all day like fluffing up and bathing baby sea otters, who are adorable and fluffy, and playing to- playing with them with their do toys and. You know, feeding them ice cube treats and whatnot, and so I think that'd be very fun and enriching. Um, I also have lifeguard at the Olympics. I think <laughs> you see. I just remember I <laughs> see him on TV. Um, I mean, it's good that they have lifeguards at the Olympics because yeah, it's you know swimming is quite dangerous. No matter but how it's we- literally
1: their job to know how to swim.
0: It's like the chance, but like the risk <laughs> of like, or the possibility of like, as a lifeguard, if you're actually a worse swimmer, like you know, like you would probably not be as good of a swimmer as the people in the pool are. But maybe At least you maybe, could hold a
1: body up and bring maybe it you're to, yeah you like be better trained and in
0: rescue it. and rescue yeah. techniques. But I think that'd be interesting because you get to have like the closest seat
1: front row and and no
0: one's next to you
1: so no you one's can, next to you and you know, get be. to be
0: right there and watch some and you're not stuff. the
1: judge so you don't nope. you know if if it comes down to the wire you know who
0: won what no you're not the referee or judge you don't have to make no. any calls like that it's and you just get to watch some of the world's best athletes do amazing yeah. things
1: Kind of similar um, to that, like the ball boys or ball girls of the tennis court nope, matches, nope, they, they just have they like get, pockets hit. full They of... get hit too many times oh, for me.
0: never mind then. Yeah, they've been... There's quite a few times they get hit with balls and I'm okay, but I don't need that. <laughs> this is... I'll, I'll get splashed is fine with this. Um, also next to my list is I know like historically there's like food tasters, like for the king to make sure the food's not poisoned. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do that, but what always I thought was fun is like ice cream flavor tasters like to taste different flavors of things such yeah. as ice cream because you take a little spoon of something and you get to like it's i guess there's like tasters like for wine and coffee to break down the whole like taste profile but sure i kind of like the idea of i'm a sweet tooth immensely so like i like a little like a little cake tester and ice cream. i remember
1: things. reading about ben and jerry you know of Ice cream, Ben and Jerry's, mm-hmm. um, and I think is it Jerry? He can't taste, like for whatever reason, oh wow, or he can't smell, one of those can't mm-hmm. smell, can't taste. I guess they're connected. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so whenever they try to like come out with flavors, um, the, he would ask for like bigger and bigger chunks, so you know at least he could feel it or savor it or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why Ben and Jerry's is like famous for like their chunky ice cream. Oh, um because sense. he just he was like i can't taste the chocolate just add more keep adding keep keep going until they stop <laughs> um and so that that must be pretty cool but i don't know if like you would get inundated with like like video game testers like they're so yeah, used it'd to be a doing all job it.
0: it'd be a part-time okay. job like once a month i don't you know you would just go in okay it'd be for a single company or yeah it'd be, yeah like, 10 flavors a month i don't know but yes, yeah you make a good point of too much is not good too
1: much of a good thing is a little overwhelming yeah. sometimes. yeah
0: what would not qualify that though would be being a mattress tester because <laughs> i would love to be able to take power naps on different mattresses yeah. and and grade them um,
1: there, there is a guy not related to mattress testing sorry i mm-hmm. keep going I'll, I'll talk about my guy later you've with your oh, okay, mattress tester. okay.
0: Okay. Um, so yeah, mattress tester sounds amazing. Um,
1: Imagine and- being able to distinguish like, oh, this is this brand of being that, mattress softness. Being that sensitive. Just being look at a mattress and just know. It's not tempur It's, you know, here's the Finnish version of the Swedish tempur you know, and it's like just slightly the formulation is slightly different, but you can tell. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think that'd be, yeah, I appreciate pretty. <laughs> But um, I don't know if you'd be have
1: like Princess and P, uh, Princess and the P fairy tale. I would be in issues. I, I think, yeah, I'd be. I have issues. Like, would if be I so went picky to,
0: if, I, if I traveled? If I had to like go on a random vacation and we're like, oh, we gotta just pick a hotel, and I'm like, I can't sleep at a hotel. It's like horrible quality,
1: and it's just like standard bog standard brand of yeah, that's a good mattress.
0: Point. Thank you for bringing a harsh reality to my life. <laughs> that's
1: what I'm here for. That's
0: what <laughs> the story prevails. <laughs> Um, hey, if you're
1: if you're always expecting the worst, then you'll never be disappointed. At <laughs> <For> some <point. laughs> that's how I run life. Uh, um, there ahead. there is one guy um that I remember reading about at NASA, and I think his like nose is insured for some astronomical value because he's the guy who sniffs the stuff that goes into manned spacecraft to make sure like the stuff that they put in there isn't going to be too onerous or unbearable. Because, you know, those astronauts are going up there for several months at a time. Oh,
0: I see. For the right? sake of and the astronauts. Okay. Everything
1: mm-hmm. is going to be super amplified, I guess, because maybe not amplified is not the right word because there's not many <laughs> particles, air particles in space to propagate this smell. But, you know, you can't, it's not like you can open the window, <laughs> you know? right? Um, so you're really stuck in there. So he has, so for whatever reason, his nose was deemed incredibly sensitive and it's interesting, because so I guess yeah, it sniffs
0: everything from like the metals to like the food to you know the seat be, seat belts. It'd be better to have a non-human because we don't have the most sensitive noses. But I guess it's a matter of communicating what is pleasant and unpleasant. Like, like wolves, mm-hmm. for instance, like that would be, or dogs. Having yeah, a much um, more. I mean, if he's like
1: waved a thing of meat in front of a dog, I'm sure it would like it a lot. Like raw meat, <laughs> I don't think humans would find that very palatable. True. um if they're stuck but you could like robbery. you could train
0: you could like train the animal sure. like what is just but yeah that's 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 a it that sounds like a tough job kind of sounds like a hand model like you have to like ensure that you have part of your body you're, like
1: well well manicured well maintained because yeah, it's
0: your livelihood and if you what
1: happens if this guy gets like a a, a cold you know like yeah you can't
0: really smell
1: anymore or, like you're stuffed to, up you know you got too many boogers up frequent
0: nose bleeds
1: yeah you know That'd
0: um be, yeah so
1: this guy's got a lot of pressure and now i'm sure it's not like everyday nasa's asking hey smell this you mm-hmm, know mm-hmm. maybe it's like around a little bit pre-launch maybe he has a bit of a break i wonder what he does for the rest of his time um when he's not contracted know. by nasa to do that but
0: i wonder yeah, interesting <laughs> thing about just be like a researcher he could be yeah could be yeah um speaking of like researcher kind of fun projects i i also i always thought the show of mythbusters was really uh-huh. neat yeah and i thought just but you have to, i mean those hosts were very qualified and really were really good at you know talking and coming up with ideas and testing them and really creative i know they had a team that worked on the show behind the scenes to help build all the different contraptions but mm-hmm. at least is how it came off and was presented that show seemed like it was really fun to just i mean they literally just blew up things and had some fun yeah. you, you, you know the questions the their hypothesis and initial questions were just so outlandish but like really really neat and
1: i, I do just, i do quite like that concept of like in the name of educate education yeah. let's do some crazy stuff
0: yeah because you think like there's some of them are so like they're like questions you think of as a child but like there's like there's no way can actually test that and then they're like yeah. well let's try to think and they do yeah some creative way to actually test it to some degree which i always thought was really cool
1: there there is um so you know there's like the nobel prizes right mm-hmm. nobel um alfred nobel came up with the prizes you know for peace chemistry and poetry you know but just different things mm-hmm. so there's also the ignoble uh, prizes every year and i love this so much and they they give the prizes to researchers who have done an exceptional job in you know really getting to the meat of the matter and um i think one year they awarded um the ignoble to uh, th- there's multiple prizes um i think for one division or other, they gave it to some researchers who studied if mouse mice like cheese i forgot if the answer is yes or no <laughs> they also <laughs> awarded to some people who just researched coffee beans um there's a research paper not necessarily mentioning Nobel Prizes, but uh, that research like the perfect temperature that um, you needed to brew tea at,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which seems like such a quintessentially British um, thing. And I've read this paper many times and now I'm very picky about my tea. <laughs> and there's like a whole controversy like milk first or, or yeah. tea bag first. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, it's great. And there's one that calculated like the equation for um like the capillary action of how like how much dunk your biscuit your cookie into your milk or tea mm-hmm. um, so you get the perfect sogginess but it's still just crispy enough like mm-hmm. I love that they spent nationally endowed money or whoever funded somebody had to fund this project <laughs> yeah in order for them to like research something and I don't know if like they may have started with something else and decided that they were more interested in pursuing this like weird niche um, question that they perhaps always had or just came up with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the person who like gave them the money was just like, yeah, or didn't even know. <laughs> <Just> blindly, <laughs> imagine, yeah, they just, or they or had yeah, something they just like, had I'm going to study the they sun. Had reserve.
0: they had reserve funding and just said, I'm going to hey, study like
1: the sun, you know, all the corona spots and then end up. You, you end up you know spending that money on I don't know trying out different bottle caps of beer and, and seeing which yeah. of the aluminum are like hardest or I don't know um, but just something wacky and I, I love people who dedicate their time and effort they're really getting to what the world needs to know yeah. <laughs> I applaud them for that
0: no I like that no I think as far as like yeah showing people the world needs to know and my, the next on my list is Arctic explorer or a wildlife biologist? I almost mm-hmm. put National Geographic photographer, but that seems really hard for me. Uh, I think these, I wanted to be that when I was. You have to capture too. moments that are just like so fleeting. And But I love taking so pictures. Changed. Like I think yeah. I'm almost trigger happy
1: with my fingers sometimes. Now I'm getting a little better mm-hmm. when I take pictures. But um,
0: I can't imagine what you would be like, certain like in, art the f- in the 50s when like there wasn't like with film limitations. <laughs> like, you would just be like so distress but you wouldn't know why and then if you'd only like been born 50 years later you'd be like ah happiness yeah um, especially
1: these days you know with the, yeah, the it's, phone it's, cameras it's, and you know yeah. you take
0: many people take bursts of photos there's no consequences you, know. you can yeah you can take uh, gazillions of photos and because yeah. the storage capacity has just changed so much yeah but yeah I thought arctic explorer a wildlife biologist because you just get to kind of travel to these corners of the earth i never really got that phrase corners of the earth i don't know if that's like for flat earther thing <laughs> i don't know but sure. less known regions um special yeah spots i was gonna say what what
1: biome would you like to at least maybe your first venture you know i'm sure i'm hesitant to, to say somewhere. arctic
0: explorer because i do get cold really easily yeah for sure but i would like to just you know pop my head in sure what Uh, if they gave you a really fluffy like down jacket once i get ever once i'm chilled it doesn't matter i just (laughs) yeah i need a hot bath um but even really cool to explore like a cave because i i would like to be like a spelunker it seems dangerous they scare me too yeah spelunking scares me way too much but i think it'd be kind of cool if, if I didn't have a fear of that. Yeah. Um, also kind of exploring job wise, I know it does happen. I don't know how common anymore. Um, but if you worked for a rental car company, sometimes um, you have to take a car back and drive it to another center. And Are you
1: talking about boring cars or fun cars?
0: It depends. <laughs> but Either way, like you get to go on a road trip with the car.
1: You know and you're paid to work but wait you mean like from the airport to the rental place because that's kind
0: of a boring drive no sometimes they're larger site they're like states across or oh larger okay yeah okay yeah i don't know how common it is but i know it does happen
1: yeah i guess it'd be like you know a uh, air pilot airline pilot
0: or like an air um steward or stewardess yeah just to bring the host host I don't so, know yeah sometimes he's gonna bring the plane over to a new airport for the next flight yeah. or something yeah just to adjust the levels and of, you know the stock or whatever of the cars i think that'd be kind of fun maybe for like a short time otherwise i might get bored well Bored. <laughs> um, i don't know if you
1: got good music you know you've got jam for the road then yeah you know, but it i couldn't do that makes it more like bearable 10 years i don't
0: know oh yeah yeah it'd be, nice. it'd be a fun chapter i think for me maybe maybe i could do it for a while i don't know um my next thing is i have two more things here and then i guess we can get into our music um specifically for michelle i love power washing i think it's very stress relieving power washing and vacuuming oh. so like I, seeing
1: all that dirt come off the, yeah the i know it's an
0: exorbitant like waste of water <laughs> um like i'm just gonna put that aside of like wasting water but it is very very refreshing and re- refreshing haha, water uh, and rewarding for me um to, I, I power wash like growing up we had a power washer uh, my family and i my favorite thing of the summer and i would always try to offer to do it for my neighbors and i just loved because you can draw patterns in the dirty pavement and <laughs> spell things and then you shoot up in the air and you have a rainstorm <laughs> I and, think it'd um, be it'd
1: be cool to like restore art like to that can uh effect right you know because i'm thinking you know yeah, power washing, water jet cleaning like, is cathedrals yeah. or something
0: mm-hmm. yeah water, yeah it's really um, cool actually the the different various like water pressures you can get
1: stone structures like in mm-hmm. europe or something you know my mom's always saying ah, i so moldy it needs to be power washed you know we're talking centuries worth of yeah. accumulation on like the prague cathedral or St. Stephen's stevens cathedral in prague mm-hmm.
0: um
1: but it'd be kind of cool to do that, or like restore a painting. Now I know it's a very like delicate process, but I think I'm detail oriented enough where I'd be um, do a better job than the Potato Jesus lady. Uh, have you <laughs> heard of this Potato Jesus lady?
0: Let's be respectful like of artists. Let's fresco. be respectful. Let's be respectful. I mean, yes, I love yes.
1: Potato Jesus. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't mean it in a negative way.
0: It was. It was, it was um, flagged pretty. Yeah,
1: I think I could do a more uh, accurate job of restoring it, possibly. I still mm-hmm. have a ways to go because I know nothing about oil paints and frescoes. So maybe I would do um, not a great job. Maybe I would have m- m- Mrs. No, potato cheese. I don't know. Um, Mother Mary potato. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, that, that, that might be fun. <laughs> maybe give me like a little small. Like could tie into your museum, your
0: museum job exactly you yeah, know you could, you do know. You could do i love to restore and create, recreate yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: give eyes to all the the sightless greek statues you know they were painted before yeah. um the, yeah. the greek temples and statues you know we see them they're like glistening marble or whatever the phrase is these days mm-hmm. you know they're, they're just very plain but you can see the decorations into like the textures right mm-hmm. of the corinthian columns or ionic or doric columns um but they were painted back in the day i forgot with what type like lapis lazuli i think was one of the pigments uh, for blue and different other things um and so there was like a very vibrant uh event to i guess walk into the temple Mm
0: -hmm. but now
1: you know with rain and everything they just washed away so Mm -hmm. you know all the statues they used to have eyes painted on them, and now they just look kind of sightless. We we kind of take that as classic, and if anyone were it's to actually just change. recreate it, it looks so different. You know, like if you yeah. see like the Venus de Milo, which I, I'm aware is not Greek, it's Italian, <laughs> but you know, like you yeah. you you put colored, detailed eyes onto her or any of the others, it just looks so bizarre. Because um, we that's not what we grew up with. That's not used to it. Yeah, right. seeing the sight of. But uh, it's just it's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's like seeing it's the cool. dinosaurs with feathers, and you're like, I don't grow up with this, or like color. <laughs> yeah, like it could be
0: purple. but <laughs> you don't know that. Wait, with color, yeah. Um, no, that is interesting. And then last on my list, um, I'm not sure how to pronounce this. Carry onier. Um, it's the person who plays. who's in charge of playing like the bell towers and organs, like in Carillon.
1: Yes, the
0: Carillon. Carillon. So the Carillon. Yes. The Carillon. Yeah, yeah so I always thought, not that even if I'm not even like musically talented, I just like the idea of just subjecting people to me playing whatever I so choose that day. <laughs> and like, I remember at the university, Stephanie and I went to the person who who played the, the Bell Tower at university. They would sometimes Best get quite, job ever. quite And creative. I think it's a
1: club. It's they had it as a club, so it was never just one person. It was yeah, like no, yeah they would be of rotate. Yeah,
0: yeah, and it was always fun because it was like you'd be walking through campus and you hear it, and you're like, "Wait a second, I recognize that tune." it's like Lady be... Gaga? Yeah, it would be sometimes <laughs> to be covered with face? the bell tower. Um, but yeah, so those are just some of the job dream jobs, interesting that I that I thought were interesting I seen, or cool. I've seen one in
1: person too. They had it at the Renaissance Festival, I think, when I was growing up, and so yes, it's like yeah, it was, a piano. It was an It's Mm -hmm. like a piano, piano. um, Mm -hmm. but with like lumber bars that stick out instead of like ivory keys, yeah, ivory and ebony. And so the guy's just bashing out these bells because you know the bells are significantly heavy, you know, in order to Mm -hmm. have the sound uh, go across many distances, you know, uh, manually, mechanically. Mm -hmm. So um, he's really got to like put some leverage into banging out Mm -hmm. the tunes, Um, but the effect is incredible. Yeah. Um yeah.
0: No, oh, yeah,
1: it's... or finding different ways like it doesn't have to be the carillon. I guess for me for me it's just like finding different unusual ways I suppose of reinterpreting a piece you know like with a different instrument whether it's like oh, your washing machine or some mm-hmm. van de Graaff generators from you know tesla coil uh, like electricity stuff mm-hmm. um or yeah just just interesting and unusual ways to make music i kind of like that idea yeah
0: yeah and what 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 constitutes music as well just that question
1: yeah and why why do certain why the whole music theory patterns of
0: sound yeah why do we call certain patterns of song music and other patterns of song not music
1: why why do something sound so discordant even though technically they do have you know major minor perfect chords and stuff Mm -hmm. scales but they just sound like
0: horrible noise, noise. yeah music yeah. versus noise yeah yeah um speaking of music versus noise um, mm. we do have some what we both think would be considered as music uh a terabank <laughs> you might think so differently which is totally fine if it's not uh, it's uh your, your interest on yeah. your forte which is fine uh ah. for <laughs> um we have yeah we're this is kind of... The music for this episode is kind of what Stephanie and I have been listening to on our own just in the, since kind of in the past couple weeks or so. Um, so we're kind of just going to share our list individually. Uh, but they will both be... All the, all the music, as usual, will be on the same Spotify playlist and if anything is not able to be found on Spotify, we'll be providing that information in the episode description. Um, so uh, I'll just... Um, you know no particular order yeah. i'll start off with my list oh. um the first song i have today is um by the techno dj amr um it you think it's their initials but it's actually their first name they're from doha cutter and their first oh, name is okay. amr but like the way it looks is a.m.r as if it is initials. Okay. um but they're Um, usually on SoundCloud, but the song I picked was called Beginnings. I also put it because it's at the beginning of my little list, but Uh -uh. Uh I think it's kind of a nice, like, (laughs) easygoing, groovy vibey, techno beat um, to kind of cruise along to. Sure. Um, And then second on my list is by uh, also another kind of house DJ um, American Cascade. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a song he came out with uh last year forgetting what year it is because <laughs> its it has been such a blur but I guess yeah 2020 was was last time year is really like lapsed yeah <laughs> yes it was last year um the title is find love and again kind of has a nice more of a chill vibe to it i okay. wanted to like touch base with cast on T- cascade because um i know yesterday um he did a time of recording a time of recording yes thank you um he did the a fortnight virtual concert in, the, in a game in ah. the video game Fortnite. Okay, um, so that was interesting because I think I know, we, it's been rising
1: in popularity. Yeah, I,
0: didn't like, look it up, I did look at. Travis Scott did
1: one. I, think, I, I did look it ago. up.
0: Yeah, so the order has been um. So Travis, the rapper Travis Scott, he did a virtual concert in Fortnite last year, and the attendance yeah, was twelve point three million attendees. <laughs> and he (laughs) reportedly earned 12 million dollars in revenue
1: he also i think at that time had a mcdonald's McDonald's deal as well so a a lot of the stuff went with the merch it
0: was like Mm a nugget pillow and yeah (laughs) apparently the public didn't know that's what they wanted or needed but they got it so (laughs) and then also i mean I know that there have been these kind of hologram virtual concerts like over in Asia yeah. with like K-pop idols and whatnot. But I think this was a different experience because like within a video game, like a live attendance. And there's the, the shows are short. They're about 10 minutes long. Only so 10 far. minutes? I would yeah, be mad concerts, if I paid for that. Yeah. Well, it's within the game. It's like you log in and you show up to the Wait, so
1: you don't have to pay or anything i mean yeah i know Fortnite, some, some like of the fortnight is they, free they pay you have to pay to like listen to certain artists if they have like a special just themselves thing but it's like an hour and a half usually for yeah maybe for solo that acts. not in this case and i also know gotcha. like
0: it's also just finishing up the list like i know like marshmallow the dj producer i think his virtual show i looked up had 10.7 million and he was did his show in Fortnite in 2019 um and then so when- but the biggest the reg- bigger records was i think last year the rapper little nos x he did a concert in the game roblox and that had 33 million attendees yeah i guess if you can't fly just crazy to think about like a, at a single point like a live
1: how how did the events. servers just, handle that i want to know like I, yeah that's are a they used thing, to that yeah. volume like the logistics of preparing that sorted that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah from like a technological perspective yeah i think that's intriguing.
0: really yeah i think it's also i, mean, I think that's also happened a lot in 2020 with the pandemic a lot of people playing more online games and <laughs> Absolutely. games having to rise games. in
1: online content has r- risen significantly
0: yeah no that's well yeah um Next on my list is another uh, older older song uh, by Cascade. It was a collaboration he did with the Canadian DJ Dead Mouse, who I think is a little funny, funny person, funny guy. Yeah. Um, it's called "I Remember" uh, on Dead Mouse's album, and it's also, I guess, kind of like cruising, driving music, chill, kind (laughs) of cruise, going (laughs) along. I was thinking, um, yeah. So those are three I was going with. Big switch over here, a little bit with genres. Um, Lionel Del Rey, <laughs> uh, mentioning her because she came out with a new album okay. Kim, titled "Chem Trails Over the Country Club" um, two weeks ago, recently, past mm-hmm. week or two or so. What's and the
1: What's the vibe of this one like? Does she have different themed bit ones for each?
0: See, it's a little bit of a tie back to like her album of like "Ultra Violence," um, as well as. Sorry, could you clarify?
1: Of, Did you say "ultra violence" or "ultra ul-
0: Ultra violence okay and then also some sounds i thought were similar to um pr- her previous album that came out last year um expletive word uh norman <laughs> rockwell um okay. but the three singles i liked from that album so far i mean i liked collectively it's nice um but sure. white dress she had some incredible falsetto moments that and okay. also very quick pace. I'm not sure how those vocals were achieved. Um, was really nice and surprising. Um, The single Yosemite, which I thought was nice because this has come up with some songs you learn about later on. You know, Yosemite was something she actually recorded like in 2017, 2016, like years ago, but like kept oh. pushing... Pushing it and, just wasn't right
1: for that, uh, yeah. Like it was on the lust for life album in 2017,
0: that gotcha. got cut. And she'd always like be talking about it in interviews, and she said, So interesting, it at concerts and for whatever. Usually, reason, they
1: don't but, make it on that's incredible. That, yeah. On. So, it, huh.
0: and it fit, I think it fits pretty well with the rest of the music. That's maybe why it got put on this album. Okay. Um, I think it'd be interesting as an artist. It's like, yeah, you come up and you record this song. Mm-hmm. and then it, and you've had it in your back pocket but everyone else says no. Yeah, but then your your fan base yeah, meets it for the first time years later and you could be in a different chapter, a different place, but yeah. When the fans or the audience wants it, that's when you have to really kind of get into it and perform it and live it and breathe and mm-hmm. put life into it. I don't know. I think mm-hmm. that'd be interesting to experience. Hopefully they're not tired of it by then. Um <laughs> um another single from that album is Dance Till We Die um, by Lionel Del Rey. I think the album kind of in own captures her kind of exodus out of LA. Out of
1: Los oh, Los did Angeles. she leave? I don't even know. I don't know if there. it's like
0: how true it is, but that is kind of what she's been portraying, at least in her kind of character plotline of Lionel Del Rey mm-hmm. uh, versus, you know, her real personal self of like Lizzie is Grant. It- is it
1: to anywhere specific or just out of LA? Like the, so like the no music matter where. Videos and her okay. social
0: media posts. It does seem that she's like always in like, like on a road trip going out to the Midwest. I believe okay. she's from the East Coast, like the Northeast. So I think okay, like going back home, hanging out with friends.
1: So to to a more relaxed, less mm-hmm. uh, pre- not, more stripped, not pre- is not the right word, but you know, like you have to put down.
0: on. air. Yes, if
1: you're in the entertainment industry. Yeah, then.
0: exactly, and I think Yosemite is nice too because she recorded it in a single take in like a room, and you can kind of hear that in the recording of just like her and a guitar, yeah, sure. a bit of an echo, stripped back production really. Yeah, so I think that's kind of nice cool. if you're into if you're feeling that you wouldn't like that. Yeah. similarly titled a little bit, uh, "To Dance Till We Die" uh-huh. it's by the singer Demi Lovato. The song is called "Dancing with the Devil." This is also kind of a current thing happening, um, as she just recently released her docu series on YouTube, um, "Dancing with the Devil." There's a couple episodes, I believe, that are coming. One, two have already come out at this time of recording. That uh, that cover. Um, I guess say so, yeah. Her struggles. Yes. Slight, slight trigger warning about um, about her uh, drug overdose that she had in, in 2018 and that experience and where she is today um, yeah your journey um, but very soulful and I think it ties well with anyone that also by Demi Lovato the next song on the list that oh, she came out with transition. I believe just before or around the overdose in 2018 Okay, um, and it definitely is another very powerful vulnerable ballad but lyrically is really kind of calling out for help um, mm-hmm. At that time, and kind of admitting that she does is not maybe doing as well as she would like to be in terms of health. Mm-hmm. Um, and same title as well. The last thing on my list is Anyone by Justin Bieber. Huh? Okay. She's kind of from the same um, vein group. Idea. Yeah. Okay. Vein as Demi Lovato, but I think they kind of the same pop star. American pop star becoming Yeah, I
1: think I think they like rose to like I know she was like was a Disney kid or something, but they kinda of rose to fame around the same time. Yeah era. Mm-hmm. era. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think you know he's also had different chapters like she has and sure. Um he just came out with an album called Justice. Yes, I believe that's what it's called. And I yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I <laughs> didn't do as much research on this part, but I just thought this was kind of also a nice. Um, there are certain songs that you hear on albums. I don't know if you feel this way, Stephanie and Terry, that you're like, yeah, this is going to be their big concert song, like the encore song, or like, mm, like yeah. the big, powerful one where everyone's you know singing along. The yeah, chorus got yeah. like in this. You know, it's
1: the big hit song. Yeah,
0: it, and it's really. Um,
1: is it like very pop? Like because usually it's slower. It's slower. Hits- it's you know like hey jude na 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 everyone's like yeah, yeah you know they're doing kinda, the it's more it's closer to like in, in my blood
0: by Shawn, okay I guess. yeah okay okay kind of like more sweet, resonates with sweet, you sweet. kind of sticks with you yeah so those are those are my songs
1: that's a good list
0: thank you uh
1: rather unsurprisingly for me <laughs> <laughs> my list is all death punk related um so gonna hit you off <laughs> With um, a couple albums, because <laughs> I can't choose the songs <laughs> specifically right now, so I'm just gonna be greedy and uh, give you uh, C- Crude amour which is Guy Manuel. Um, of he's the gold helmet guy, robot. Um, he had a label called um More, and uh, they had like serious musicians that you know wanted to create their own music. And I think it's kind of like the house techno vibe. Because it's, uh, and, you know, they've got a vast variety of, I think they came out with like 19 albums or so. And so there's two compilation albums called Waves 1 and Waves 2. And I've been doing some housework and normal work um, to those two albums for a while. So I found them quite pleasant. Um, so hopefully you do too. Mm. And similarly, Tama has also come out with some music as well, you know, on his own independent Thing. Um he had a band called Stardust, which <laughs> released music for just one song and then they broke up. Oh no.
0: Um, yeah, so the band was a Stardust and the I guess song so Stardust called- is, it just kind of doesn't hang out well, too long. I don't I- know. I don't know. It depends on your definition of the yeah. Stars
1: are millions and billions of years old and when they're yeah. dust, you know. <laughs> I don't know if we're getting into the physics. Anyway, um, so the song's called Music Sounds Better With You. Um, it's alright, you know? And then his label's uh, Roulette. Roulette. Um, and I think they had a couple stuff out. Um, I can't remember it right now, but it's also good. Just casual stuff to jam too. Um, and I think... Sadly, both of those, credamore and and uh, Roulet. I think Roulet was liquidated a couple of years ago, so that's sad. And I don't know if credamore Moore is still putting out stuff, but I'm confident that both of them will s- still keep making things because I feel like it's in their blood to make things. So, just turning over a new page um, mm-hmm. of their of their lives, careers. Um, and then next, I have uh, some lovely fan mashups and, and just fan tributes to, to Daft Punk and I find them so loving and well done that I thought it'd be nice to share with you. Um, there is a song called, uh, it's, uh, I forgot the name of it specifically, but it's a YouTube link I'll uh, add. Um, and it's a mashup of David Bowie's Let's Dance and Daft Punk's Lose Yourself to Dance. Hmm, um, that'd which be cool. It's yeah, really nice. And then um, I couldn't stop listening to it like several times this week.
0: I feel like that would be them. a great. I feel like be a great mix if you're someone who was younger and you're wanting to like sh- introduce Daft Punk to someone from an older generation, and they were like, "I don't, I'm not into you know, they're very averse to techno." Yeah, and they're like, "Well, no, like there's things like this that you know." I, the song is popular I, I your unlocked time.
1: the key, and thanks to some YouTube comments, I won't take full credit. It's because Nyla Rogers <laughs> wrote or helped collaborate with both of those yes. um, mm-hmm. artists, so he's got kind of the funk. Um, vibe too and helps bridge you know Mm -hmm. thing into it so it kind of it's a really good transition blend of um those two vastly different styles but it's kind of like beautifully done another one is um uh mashup of uh earth wind and fires um september and daft punk's digital love um and that's also just beautifully done too because i don't know how to describe it but it's just kind of like nice and boppy disco Um, Mm -hmm. yeah yeah
0: just uh, time. Pleasant.
1: Mm-hmm. And then um, some crazy stuff. Uh, I don't know how familiar you are with like Vanegraaff generators, Michelle and Terabang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, um, they are things that produce electricity. I mean, I think you have to have a power source, but um, they're, they make lots of uh, high voltage stuff. I mean, I'm sure you can get small ones that don't have as high voltage, but I think... Um, from science class when I was younger in like high school. The teacher would have one and then you'd like, you know, put your hands on this orb, this metal orb, uh, and you turn it on or and then um, your hair would kind of like (laughs) uh, go straight up and frizz and you wouldn't feel anything. But if you happen to reach out and touch someone who was, you know, standing nearby you, they would definitely get an electric shock as the electricity courses from you. Uh, and through your fingertips uh, and down to uh, the closest source you can get to ground, which is probably the other person. <laughs> so not so great for them. However, if you have a Faraday cage around you, um, which is just metal, wires, any, anything that's metal, you're protected. Um, and so some group, I think architect, um, they've made careers <laughs> out of making music um with tesla coils or these these Graaff generators and i find that absolutely amazing incredibly dangerous but if you do it right it's not so dangerous and they've like pitched the electricity been able to tweak work with the pitching the frequency so like when the electricity comes out and hits their faraday cage um it like comes out with a certain frequency of sound and um they were able to do some really cool deaf foot covers among other really awesome songs. But I think we'll link um, a couple of, maybe one, maybe more. We'll see okay. um, of their songs. And I think it, it really adds the
0: electro <laughs> to electronic music. Oh, um, actual literal electronic yeah, aspect. Yeah, and I, to I appreciate
1: yeah. the many layers of like punnery, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, detail that like go into these kind of things. So, yep, there's that. And then um, kind of, uh to wrap up i've got two things that i want to share as well mm-hmm. um so dance system um is a person um and he did a daft or he did a tribute to daft punk uh from bbc uh, bbc radio one um, pretty soon after it was announced that they would be um separating moving on to the next chapter whatever you want to call it um and it's a nice like half an hour hash of you know their their music from the past you know whatever how four or five different albums um and what i found really touching you know compared to the other many other tribute videos i'm sure many people fans have made is that he got a bunch of the other people so there's a song called teachers in i think their first album homework and they give Mm -hmm. a shout out to many of their Influences, inspirations, DJs, mm-hmm. you know, people that they've admired, not Georgia Marotta or Nara Rogers, apparently they're principal level, which is kind of funny. They're not just teachers, they're higher. It's great. <laughs> I'm in deep. Um, and they got a bunch of these people who they had shouted out way back in like 1997 mm-hmm. um, to leave what seems like like a voice message, you know, and then oh, he interspersed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So whenever he'd like call it DJ Snake, and then he's like, hey Deaf Bug, you know, thank you so oh, much for inspiring Thanks me too, you know. Um, and it just felt so wholesome. And you know, I know there's a whole talk like Random of memories, that album like helped him come full circle. It even comes like even more full circle when um I'm, I'm sure the daft point knew that the appreciation was mutual, but um for a fan who's you know kind of heard them but just been on the outside of things it's nice to hear that they were also loved and respected by the people that they loved and respected and it's just mm-hmm. so heartwarming yeah um so that that was really nice um and then the last song to round up this playlist is called horizon which is an unreleased track that they had on random access memories i think i've been like at the japanese um release of that And it's such like a nice, chill vibe song um, to kind of like, not meditate to, but just kind of go out on, you know, it's not, it's not like disco, it's not like funk, it's just kind of take a deep breath and let it out. And, you know, it's going to be the next chapter, it's going to be the next thing. Pick yourself, move on, pick yourself up, move on, let's
0: go. I like how your I like that. how your tone and pacing changed for that yeah. Last song. Yeah, yeah. It,
1: it, I think they should have included it, but maybe it was nice that I found it like at the end of all my research. It's kind of oh, nice you're deciding play. now. It's the end.
0: I feel like I feel like I mean not, not the end, that. but
1: at least at least for the playlist for the playlist.
0: Like okay, yeah, yeah, for yeah, the for that the playlist.
1: More yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I thought it was just a nice way to round out that section
0: it is nice i like that it's a nice note um (laughs) well thank you and tarabang for staying with us and spending spending this past hour with us very Um, pleased
1: you made it all the way to episode 20
0: yeah episode 20 looking forward to future episodes and future conversations with you Mm -hmm. and and yeah it was thank you for you know listening to our personal musical musings this is yeah a peek inside our lives outside of the episode of what we've been up to what we've been listening to what our interests are and you know it is our personal list and maybe it's kind of like when a friend gives you their make a mixtape you know and you go home and listen to it and you check it out try it on a little bit mixtapes yeah Yeah. so kind of think of this as you know us as your friends kind of giving you our latest mixtapes for you to check out and if, if any of it Strikes you, and then great. If not, you know, open for always having a discussion. Uh, but hope you enjoy that uh, kind of musical journey, and take care, and have a good rest of your day, morning, evening, whichever time of the day it may be for you. If it's three a.m. and you should have been in bed six hours ago, then that's fine. So is three a.m. somewhere. It's always three a.m. somewhere. Well, take care, Stephanie, as well, and uh, we'll see you next time. Cheers.